Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to Grounding Into Your Radiance, a space to dream, explore, and reconnect to your essential self with Stacy Barber. Stacy is a conscious mindset mentor and authentic lifestyle coach with a knack for guiding others to step into their truth and embrace times of transition with courage. Join Stacy in a space for intimate healing and growth and get ready to face your fears so you can find deeper alignment in your life. Our stories are our light. Let them shine. Grounding into your radiance starts now. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Grounded Into Your Radiance, um, a place to dream, explore, and reconnect with your essential self. I'm your host, Stacey Barber, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. I am really loving this platform to be able to bring relevant, meaningful topics, things that matter, talk about all the things that are going on in the world that we live in right now and to hopefully provide something that's really valuable to you. What I know about humanity is that we all desire to be seen, heard, and loved. And I hope that this space provides that for you. I hope that you feel that your truth matters to know that you are truly loved and to really feel heard. And I would love to hear from you and understand what it is that you're going through personally and what it is that I can bring here for you that would provide something meaningful. Ways that you can connect with me um, as my Gmail at stacy.barber at gmail.com. My website is stacybarbercoaching. I'm oh, sorry, that's my um, Instagram, stacybarbercoaching. And then my website is stacybarber.com. So the work that I do, I work with women who are ready to step into the next level of their journey. Uh, I provide conscious mindset mentorship and authentic life coaching. And what that means is really getting honest and clear about the messages that it is that we're telling ourselves. What mindset, what viewpoint are we deciding to move forward with in life? And how can we move towards that authentic component for ourselves so that we can really start to bring in all the things that bring us joy and meaningfulness and really connecting to what it is that 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 little girl inside of us is speaking to? What is it that she's needing to heal? What are the things that are so, so important for us to really start to look at that we can begin to move forward rather than feeling as if we're stuck in a space where we're not feeling as if we're um, connecting to who it is that we truly are? What are the areas that we can start to uncover, heal, and move forward from? So I love watching women as they embody their truth and own and really know that their essential worth is so valuable. And to to own that and stand in that, so powerful and beautiful. And I, I would say that for anyone in the world, but I find it specifically empowering in women, I think, because so much of what we've watched and seen in previous years of our lives and in the past and in our generational, you know, in generations in our families is that, that that hasn't always been something that has been nurtured. And I really want that to be something as we move forward in this life is that 
all of us are worth that. We all hold that essential and innate worth inside of us. And in that, in that knowing and that owning of that, we can start to forge the path that we know at our heart level that we truly deserve. And what I've been noticing in my work with women and as well as in my own personal experience is that there has been a real common theme that's showing up more times than not. And it's noticed when we start to push up against the edges of all that we've known, when we start to feel the boundary of growth, right? When we feel that bubble of expansion starting to come a little bit closer and we're moving towards it. And what I know is that that is a, a space where we're ready to take a leap, where we're ready to move into an, another level of ourselves. And when we do that, it's preparing us to step into that next version of who we are meant to be. And when we're about to take the leap, when we're stepping into that space of transition and deep change, knowing at such an innate level that it is the next best step for us, that it is the choice that we, that is calling us in, what happens to so many of us? And we can all, I'm sure we've all been there at some area of our life. When we're at the edge of all we've known, what stops us in our tracks and what starts to really at times paralyze us is fear, right? Fear of the unknown, what does this mean? What is this net? Like, how can I, you know, without the crystal ball, how can I know that this is going to be something that's right for me? Fear of moving from comfort to discomfort because change isn't always comfortable, right? That we start to feel that inside of our bodies as something that's coming up that we don't know how to shake, right? And that it's really asking us to step into the next part of our life, fear of change, fear of failure, right? This is such a deep, deep fear for so many people that I know. Failure that they're going to let themselves down, failure that they're going to let someone they love down, Um, something that they've been told their whole lives, right? That they weren't going to make it and letting that become true, right? Like stepping into the ownership of that, fear of losing a sense of stability, right? It's that, that, that stability that we've always known. If we move away from this, this ground that we've known that's become our earth underneath our feet, what does that mean? How, how can we handle the instability of not knowing, right? Um, fear of losing ourselves in the process and also fear of losing the support and acceptance of those we love. What is it that those are, you know, those around us are going to think about this, this choice that we've made for ourselves, really starting to own and allow those feelings, that fear, allow them in, right? Starting to see what it is that's showing up in our lives, how we can start to peel back the truth of what it is that's really truly been holding us back. And how can we start to, how can we start to work with that? And that's what we're here. That's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm just so curious, like how many of you out there can relate with this? Feeling that paralyzed feeling when we're at that space of stepping into something new, right? Asking ourselves to go out on a limb, right? How many can feel that fear in your bodies, even as we talk about it, right? Where is it showing up? Where is it located? Where does that fear live inside of you? For, for many, it's a feeling that creeps up in their belly. There's that, that feeling of um, unease. Um, for me, at times, I'll feel it in my heart or even in my throat. It's as 
if it is there to remind me, right, that that I am capable, that even though I'm feeling the fear, it's moving with the fear and through the fear to be able to get us through that next space of our lives. And it's a real visceral response. Like it's that mind body connection where it's showing up in our body and a feeling that we're all very used to in our lives that shows up in moments of, of any type of transition change expansion, when we're starting to get to that space, when we come to that edge of all we've known, right? And what is it that's showing up and what is it that our body's telling us, right? So in those moments, in those moments that the fear begins to ask us to second guess or think twice or discourage us from taking that next step, what is it that we can do? How can we begin to release the hold of fear and keep moving forward anyway? And I want to talk about that today, talking about some real concrete, accessible, and really available ways in which we can begin to not only conquer the fear, but really invite it in and ask it what it is that it's it's here to show us what it is that it's bringing up, what it is that we need to look at, what are those limiting beliefs that might be showing up? What are some ways of being and thinking and feeling that that are comfortable and but might be outdated, that the fear is asking us to look there. It's asking us to really go deep, reconnect with our deep knowing inside of us and take the next step anyway holding the hand of fear, right? What does that feel like? And we're going to talk about that in ways in which you can start to release that grip and allow those moments of transition and change to be invited into our experience with more grace and more ease. And I've been reading a book lately that is starting to change my perspective of emotion in general um, and what those emotions feel like in our bodies and how we can start to take an unbiased viewpoint about what's going on in our bodies and owning and being honest with ourselves that each human going through the human experience in this world is, is feeling the same thing at times. So this book, um, it's by Robert, Dr. Robert Augustus Masters, and it's called Emotional Intimacy. And um, I know that the title alone might make everyone feel like, oh, emotional intimacy. What, what does that mean? Like what is getting intimate with our emotions really look like? And it's starting to really pull back for me um, the, the, the curtain that I might have been holding over feelings that are completely normal and actually welcome in life, such as anger, fear, um, discontentment, shame, right? To name a few that I'm sure we've all felt at some point. And how can we start to allow ourselves to sit in those moments, to be able to feel what's coming up, to allow natural emotion to come in. And in regards to fear, I love the way that he frames this and says fear is essentially like stepping into the dragon's cave. The more we try to remove ourselves from fear, the more we remain entrapped within it. If you are truly looking for genuine transformation, you need look no further than your fear. For it is in that the fear exists not only in abundance of trapped energy, but also the very 
testing and challenge that we need in order to live a deeper, more authentic life. Isn't that such an interesting way to start to frame that? So we're going to talk about, we're going to talk more about fear. We're going to talk about what it is that is going to help us take that next step. We're going to talk about the nervous system and how we can utilize it for our greatest good, how we can begin seeing our human emotions in a new light, an unbiased frame so that we can hold what they have in us so that they can totally shift that, that viewpoint from this moment forward. We're going to talk about the power of imagery, living as if and how it can be a powerful tool to utilize you in your day-to-day life. And we're gonna talk about those and so much more these concepts. And when we come back from our break, we're going to start to go a little bit deeper here. And I want you to ask yourself in your life, when have you felt fear and doubt sneaking in? And acknowledge its presence and be able to move forward anyway. Do any specific moments come to mind for you? And is this something that actually resonates currently in your life? I want you to take a moment and feel what's coming up for you and just simply notice it. And without judgment, just witness, just witness and notice anything that's coming up. Trust that that's exactly what's supposed to be coming up right now. So you're listening to Grounding Into Your Radiance. I'm Stacey Barber. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to start to uncover these concrete tools that I would love to be able to share with you that we can begin to utilize from this moment on to help us in these moments of transition and change. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Diane McClay. I'm comfortable being in front of people. How to make things work in a structured format made me feel a little nervous. Everybody I have worked with on the Transformation Talk team met me with enthusiasm. Their confidence in me spilled over to me and allowed me to just grab onto it and say, oh yeah, that's me and I can own it. Thank you for showing up for me. Thank you for allowing me to put my gifts into the world and thank you for making me look good while I do it. Transition, simultaneously the most difficult and vital part of the human experience. Without change, how would we grow? Tune in to Grounding Into Your Radiance with Stacy Barber every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Step into your truth and allow the light into your life. For more information about Stacy and her services, visit StacyBarber.com. That's Stacy S-T-A-C-I-E, Barber.com. Tune in to the show, Heart Change Consciousness, with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, change makers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change Consciousness, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy Obear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy Obear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Thank you. 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Grounding Into Your Radiance. I'm your host, Stacey Barber. Um, again, I'm so honored to be here with you today. And I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from those out there that are hearing the message, hearing what I'm bringing forward. And um, let me know how it's resonating. Let me know what you would like to really hear and what I can bring you um, in these moments, in our talks, our conversations together. Um, so you can find me at my, at my website, stacybarber.com. I'm on Instagram at stacybarbercoaching and my email is stacy.barber at gmail.com. Again, I would love to hear from you. So before we, we took our last break, I just brought forward the question to consider, you know, in your life, when have you felt fear and deep doubt sneaking in um, and been able to really acknowledge its presence to see it as it is in your life and move forward anyway? And I'm curious if any specific moments come to mind, if there's something that resonates currently in your life or something that you've experienced recently. And I think the biggest part that I want to bring is being able to just take a moment to feel those, those emotions, feel what's coming up and being in a space of noticing and witness without judgment, which is so hard for us as human beings, especially when it comes to ourselves. We can be so hard on ourselves and be our biggest critic. Right. And I asked to just start to consider how would you bring the same, same love and compassion to a child that might be going through these same things that might be in that space of feeling paralyzed by fear or feeling that they're, they're stuck in a space in their life. And how can we start to allow whatever it is that's coming up to just simply come up and be able to, to bring that frame, to bring the frame of love, of releasing the judgment and simply witnessing. So I invite you to just consider that as we're sitting in this and letting things start to kind of marinate to the surface. So let's talk about fear and what this deep human emotion ignites in our systems. And, you know, again, thinking about where is it that fear shows up for you? And when we consider fear and its true purpose, what I think about and what I've studied so much in life is that fear shows up for a reason. And for generations and lives before us, it was there for survival. Survival as in you're running from a bear in the woods, right? Like your life is depending on it as if you're searching for food for hours in the wild survival, or if you're caring for an injured or ill loved one for hours upon end, that ability for our bodies to, to really go into what we call the stress response, that fight or flight, it helps boost the adrenaline and it keeps us awake, aware and ready. Right? So being in a space of gratitude that this is something that's in us and will always be within us. And also noticing and becoming really honest about the fact that in today's modern world that we live in survival and the stress response have become part of our everyday life. <laughs> and I mean, gosh, can we all not resonate with that? Think about the moments when you're stuck in traffic and it's making you late for a meeting. Boom, stress response, right? Goes up. When you realize that the main ingredient of your meal was left off of your grocery delivery order. This happened to me last week. I get all my groceries delivered, right? And that's been something I've been so grateful for with the pandemic. And um, it just helps me feel safe and as if I'm still, you know, 
able to really feed my family well. And the main ingredient that I had for a meal was left off. And it was, you know, it was just what it was. I hadn't stayed on top of the order and to say, replace it with this, please. But what I noticed is that my body immediately went to a stress response and it starts to create the story of like, well, how am I, what am I going to do with dinner and on and on and on. Right. Um, Another thing I think about is when, if you have more than one child or even just one child and multiple activities at the same time, and you're not sure how you're going to get everyone where they're supposed to be in time, right? That pulling, that trying to be at one, more than one place at a time. How, how is it that we're handling that stress response, right? Our body goes, right? How am I going to survive this? Um, when we realize that we're going to walk into like a huge family gathering um, or a meeting at work or showing up on TV or Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is, however we're showing up and not sure how things will go. How can we start to be honest about what's really going on in our body and be able to see it as something that is helping us And then also something that we have to be really honest about to not let it go on chronically. Like when our stress response is on green light all day, every day, what is happening in our body and how can we start to really pull back and think about what is this doing to my system? And might I choose a different, better choice for me moving forward? Because in reality, stress, it sneaks in everywhere. And what I've noticed is that The key to change, any type of change in life, is awareness. And until we know, we don't know. So what is it that can we do? What can we do with this newfound knowledge and awareness about what it is that is going on in our body when the stress response is ignited and fear is creeping in or we're at the edge of change? What can we do with this new awareness? And what I know to be true is that our bodies are telling us something and that the best thing that we can do is really start to trust that, trust what our bodies are telling us. Our systems, like our human existence, it's really, it's nothing short of amazing. Um, And I like to think like stardust amazing, like the fact that we are capable of making choices in any moment, that our bodies are constantly talking to us. Our mind and our body are constantly talking to one another. To think about the integrate way in which our system works each and every day, it's pretty incredible. And so when something is starting to show up, we need to listen because it's there for a reason. It's starting to show us that, that maybe this has gone on too long or maybe there's a better way. And I also want to think about that our systems also have a downshift response, right? If we can think about our stress response of being like all in, green light all the way, what's our downshift response? And that's really called the relaxation response right? It's the opposite. It's bringing ourselves back down out of that stress response. And the beauty of this is having both in our bodies is that the relaxation response can respond and be triggered just as easily as the stress response. We just need to know how and when to ask for its presence. When I first heard that truth, I was in awe of that, that I have the ability in any moment, even when my body is going on that, you know, I'm in my head or I'm in traffic or things are not going right. 
at any moment of time in my life, I have the ability to downshift. I have the ability to call in my relaxation response. It's pretty amazing. And to break this down a bit more, if you can think about stress response, right? Our fight or flight, we've all heard that, that being on and relaxation response. And I really like to categorize this as rest and restore. It's that space where our bodies can start to come back down, come back down into the home of ourselves, be able to take a breath, be able to start healing, be able to start listening. When we can be in that space of really slowing down, hitting the yellow light, right? Really calling in what it is that our bodies are asking for. That's when all the information that we've been looking for starts to show up. And if our bodies are in a state of stress, more often than not, what we know is that we have to be really honest about the negative health implications that can follow, some of which you know include high blood pressure, high cholesterol, anxiety, depression, addiction, heart attack, stroke, like so many things can start to show up when we are in that stress response. And so how is it that we can start to really take back the reins? of this response and be, be in that space of rest, restore, and heal where our bodies can be present. And this is where I want to introduce you to a really amazing tool that, that I was introduced um, to from Tara Brock, and it is the acronym RAIN. So R-A-I-N. And what this brings to us is a different way of thinking about when these things start to show up allowing ourselves to be with the emotions rather than resisting. Because what we know about our system is that what we resist persists. So in this idea, and let's take fear, right? In the idea of fear, what does RAIN stand for? So the R stands for recognize, recognize the fear. Allow is our A, allow the fear to simply be. The I suggests that we investigate what's beneath that what's underneath the fear. And then the N is really nurture yourself as you would a dear friend or a loved one. Show yourself the love and acceptance that you deserve in those moments so that the emotion that's showing up can really start to move through us. We can move with it rather than it getting stuck, right? So with this, we think about rain, recognizing what's coming up again, coming back to the awareness in regards to fear. What is it that's showing up and why is this showing up? What do I need to see? Can I just recognize it without judgment, judgment, allow it in and realize that it's here to teach you something. What is it? What is it that's there that comes to our next step? Investigate what's showing up beneath the emotion. So if I think about fear, right, what's underneath the fear? Is there um, sadness? Is there anger? Is there an insecurity underneath the fear? And what does that look like? And then really start to nurture yourself through those moments. And I love this quote from Gay Hendricks from The Big Leap. Um, and if we think about this, it's such a concrete way to start to really implement this in our lives. Fear is excitement without the breath. So fear and excitement show up in our bodies as the same in the same way. And if we can simply breathe, if we can simply expand into to that feeling, it's this incredibly potent and automatic tool that we hold to be able to shift what's going on in our bodies. So I just invite you here now, 
I just want you to take a nice long deep breath and I want you to kind of let it come in through your nose and I want you to release it out of your mouth. And I just want you to continue to invite those deep breaths in. Allow your body to feel the breath. Allow it to move whatever's coming up into something that's really honoring and nurturing us in a, a deeper way, a more authentic way. I want you to keep allowing that breath to come in as we keep talking about this fear. And when we come back from break, we're going to take this a bit further and we're going to discuss some ways that we can utilize the language of our minds, our subconscious minds to be exact, and to move us one step closer to the life we desire to live. So you're listening to Grounding Into Your Radiance. I'm Stacey Barber, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered how you might feel differently if the books were full of her instead of him? What if your history lesson was filled with powerful women leaders and rulers? As a woman, would you feel more empowered? As a man, would you see women differently? I'm Megan Edge. I'd love for you to join me on my radio show, Playing on the Edge, Radical Change with Ease, with my co-host, Dr. Pat, on Transformation Talk Radio. I hope to see you there. Imagine a world where good news, oh, yeah! positive information and stories were the mainstream. Tell us your positive story. Hashtag positivity rules. You are listening to the Transformation Radio Network. You know, marriage is not always easy, but skills that improve communication go a long way. Tune in to the Relationship Rehab Show, Recovering Happiness in Your Love with Nancy Landrum and Dr. Pat each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Nancy is an author and teacher empowering couples to create and sustain loving marriages. Learn to listen, speak, and handle conflict with respect so your love can flourish. To learn more about Nancy and her work, visit NancyLandrum.com. Welcome to Grounding Into Your Radiance. Um, I'm your host, Stacey Barber, and I'm really honored to be able to spend this hour with you. Um, it has become some of my favorite parts of my weeks to be able to bring really what's worked in my life and what I've seen other people really resonate with and bring it here to you. Bring these tools and concrete steps and ways in which we can all start to reconnect with who we are at such a deep innate level. Um, and I would love to hear from you. And again, my Gmail is stacybarber at gmail.com. Um, my website, stacybarber.com. And you can find me on Instagram at stacybarbercoaching. And I mentioned this before, but I really want you all to know that my hope um, in the, this time together is that you walk away feeling a little more empowered, like you've learned something fun and new that you can implement in your life and really knowing that you matter, that you, you really matter, that each human on this earth truly matters. And that by owning that for yourself and reconnecting with that, you can really step into the, to who it is that you're really wanting to be. And 
that's what I love about all of this work is that we're pushing up against things that have felt comfortable or that we've known, you know, that have just been the way that we are in our lives and starting to construct what it is that we want to move closer towards. And so I hope that these topics and tools are starting to help you do that. Yeah. So before break, we started to dig into the visceral like nervous system response that occurs in our bodies during moments of stress, fear, and uncertainty, which are very known in these times that we live in, um, in the past year, especially, and as we move into the new year with so many changes that are happening in our world, what, what are some things that we can do to really take care of ourselves in these moments? And so we started, we covered some tools to begin to recognize emotions, allow them in. I like to say, allow them in for tea without judgment, sit down with the emotion and just see what it is, investigate on what's really going on beneath the surface. And once we get there, once we start to uncover what's beneath that, begin to nurture ourselves as we would someone that we really love, a best friend or a child, knowing that this is just part of the human experience and being really open and honest with ourselves about that in a loving way. So now that we've kind of covered what's happening in our physical system and our bodies, I really want to look up into like what's going on above, like what's going on up in our head, right? Because this is where a lot of the story starts to come from, right? This is where we start to really trip up on ourselves and get in that space of that paralyzing fear is when we create those stories. So some really interesting and I think really relevant topic or information around this topic, I have really started to dig into and I just completed a really beautiful study of NLP, um, Neuro Linguistic Programming, is the idea of at any given moment, of our lives, we have approximately like 2.3 million bits of information flooding into our systems. So 2.3 million bits of info coming in and out of us at any moment, right? It can be through our vision, through our sound, through anything that's coming around in our environment, coming in at us. And being just honest that that's a lot, <laughs> like that's a lot of stuff coming in our system at one point. And knowing that because our conscious mind, the mind that makes the decisions that we're thinking of, you know, grocery lists and picking up kids and all that, because that mind, that, that part of our mind can only really manage about five to nine chunks of info well, right? So it's like multitasking, but can we do it well? At any given moment that we have to manage this amount of info coming in, what does that look like? What does the other, you know, the other parts of the 2.3 million, where do they go? And what our brain does is it creates this, our subconscious mind creates this filter system. And what it does with all the info that we have not been able to really like hold in our conscious mind, it begins to do one of two, three things. It begins to distort those, those thoughts or those things coming in, generalize or delete, right? Making it believe something it isn't generalizing. Well, because this is happening, then it must mean this, or simply just, it doesn't have room for it. It deletes it out. And that about 126 bits of info can actually be accessed by our conscious mind, right? That five to nine chunks. So what happens to all the other info that was either distorted, generalized, or deleted? 
it gets filtered through what the world of NLP calls your internal representation system, right? It's the mood in which we're in when this information comes in, the location that we're in, the language that it came in with or that we're choosing to use, memories or decisions, values, beliefs, or who we have come to know as like our identity and so much more. So if you think about that, what does that mean? How can we bring that down out of our head, all the info? How can we start to look at this in a concrete way? So I just want you to consider, right? If you think about all of the filters that all this is going through. Consider if a friend decided that they were just going to call you and ask if you just wanted to get together for coffee. And I want you to think about if they called you at 3 p.m. one afternoon and said, hey, let's go grab a cup of coffee. Or if they called you at 3 a.m., right? Three in the morning. It wasn't an emergency. They just wanted to know if you wanted to go get coffee the next day. Think about how that might be perceived quite differently, right? Like how can that be perceived in our system so differently that just that one component, right? AM versus PM, how we can take that in to mean something different than what it is. And it's important to know the inner workings of our subconscious mind and how that information is stored so that we can be very clear about the lens or the frame which we're seeing the world in which we live. So for instance, something to consider, like if we decided, right, if we decided as our own, as our belief in our childhood, that putting ourselves out there was too risky because we didn't make the part at a school play or we didn't make the team, the basketball team in high school. We see the idea of stepping out into taking a leap into a new identity is too risky or not worth the potential pain that it might cause. Right. Like if we decided a long time ago that we needed to have benefits and have a stable job to feel safe and secure, if this was a belief that we took as our own or if this is something that our family had said is the right way, then the idea of stepping into a career, an entrepreneurship venture, that might not be considered as an option at all. For me, that resonates so deeply in that success, right? And my upbringing was that was considered getting a job that paid you well, that offered all of the benefits that was secure, right? And safe. That was success so that you could then retire one day, right? And it's that moving forward, that viewpoint of looking all the way through. And what I realized for me personally, that was not my truth, And until I came to that space of coming up against the knowing of that, when I was prompted with that, with that opportunity of you can stay safe and secure over here, you can stay in this job that you went to school for and keep doing what you're doing, even though you know that it's not bringing you true happiness, or you can decide to believe a new truth for you. And what does that look like? How can you create that new belief for you? honor what it was that kept you where you were, right? That helped you get to that point. But then also, what is my new truth? What is it that I I believe for myself? And really being honest about the lens in which we currently live, right? For me, it was, is this mine? Is this still mine, right? And if not, like what steps do I need to make to change my outcomes? Because when we stay stuck in a space of, 
believing just because it was something that was told, believing because it was just the way that it's always been done, being in a space of, yes, I can honor this and I can and own that as part of who I am in my past. But then also, right, coming back to the power of choice, also know that I also have the ability to change my outcomes. And I, I love this, the definition of insanity, right, from Albert Einstein, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. So what is it that you want your outcomes to be? What is it that you want your life to look like? And what sense of ownership can you start to take around how we can embody what's coming up inside of us, begin to see and learn from the emotions that are showing up in our system, learning from them, and then nurturing ourselves forward, right? And really starting to think about fear in our body. Again, if we bring the breath in, that it can show up as excitement and opportunity, that if we can be completely honest in life, there really is no failure. Because when we're trying, we're learning. And if we can think about that, if we step out and maybe the exact thing that we thought was going to happen didn't happen, a different result came through. But if we can think, okay, great, I'm learning from this. This is feedback. This is something that I can bring in because we're always learning and we're always getting one step closer, right? So really starting to change out, there is no fear. There's really only feedback in life. And what is it that we're learning? right? And how is it that we can start to really call that in? How can we start to hold a positive focus picture of our lives and be able to see what it is that we we're really asking more of that end result imagery into our life? What do we see as possible? And how can we start to bring more of that in? So I really want to start to think about today, like, what is life and like your body, your inner knowing telling you about your current situation? How can you begin to utilize the tools that we've covered today to begin to thrive versus just existing and really getting honest with yourself about any limiting thoughts that live in your subconscious mind that might be preventing you from seeing that change actually is possible. And so I'm really excited to bring you guys some more around this, some more topics and tools from NLP that I've been learning, that I've been utilizing in my life and in the lives of my clients. And I can't wait to dig in a little bit more when we get back. So again, you're listening to Grounding Into Your Radiance. I'm Stacey Barber, and I'll see you in just a moment. Are you ready to shift your life into overdrive and stop wasting your time? If so, then I want to invite you right now to the Body Regeneration Online Academy with me, Tracy L. In a world filled with so much information, you can get overloaded and confused, left feeling like you've tried everything and still no results. If this is you, then this platform is for you to help you step into your power, your intuition, and gain clarity. You will learn simple tools that you can use as you walk down the street and I will teach you how to grow a stronger connection to the God consciousness. Imagine having me as your coach, shifting you, uplifting you, empowering you every week and most of all, helping you stay connected so you can navigate your life's journey with ease and grace. Nothing will be able to get in your way. Plus, you will have a community filled with souls just like you to 
to pick you up when you fall down and support you on your wins. No one can go this journey alone. If you are ready for your live activations, check me out at tracylclark.com and join the TLC Body Regeneration Online Academy now. Get empowered. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Grounding Into Your Radiance. So happy to be here with you. I'm Stacey Barber. I'll be your host. And I really love talking about these relevant things that are coming up for all of us. And right now we're talking about like when you get to that space of transition and change, what is it that starts to creep in? And for most of us, it's fear. And before break, I just posed the question, you know, what is it that your body is trying to tell you about your current situation with this fear that's coming up or these feelings of discomfort? And how can we begin to utilize these tools that we're covering today so that we can start to thrive in our life and getting really honest about limiting thoughts or beliefs that have been outdated for quite some time in our mind and that might be preventing us from seeing that change actually really is possible because anything is possible, right? The power of being able to choose our destiny, stepping into that, owning that. And so I really want to um, start to bring some of the learnings that I have been so grateful to bring in from my training with Yes Supply um, and neuro-linguistic programming. And I want you to start to consider this is a really fun way to start to think about creating the picture of the life that you want in your mind and how by creating that and making it so real, it gets us that, that much closer that our minds think in pictures. So just a fun little task I want you to do right now. So if I tell you not to think about a yellow butterfly, don't take it. Don't think about a yellow butterfly at all. I guarantee that your mind just made a picture of a yellow butterfly and Yes. Okay. What does that mean? Right. How can we use that for good? The fact that like, even if it's a direct or indirect, um, not quote, but, um, just something that's coming up, right. If it, our mind hears it and it creates it. And so how can we use that for good? So in NLP, this is what we consider, you know, the qualities of the picture that we look at the sub modalities. So I want you to start to Think of a picture of what it is that you want in your life. Feel the fear. What is it that is beyond that fear? Create a picture in your mind of you being in that space that you know that your life is calling you towards. Create the picture of where you are, what's happening. Really start to cultivate some a clear vision of what it is that you're calling in for your life. And I just want you to take a moment and I want you to imagine that. And I want you to hold that picture in your mind. Now I want to start to play with the qualities of this picture, right? So if I ask you, do you prefer the picture that we're looking at? If it's black and white, or if it's in color, which one is more desirable for you? Look at the picture and whatever one is more desirable, hold that there. If you find the picture in your mind, I want you to bring it really close. And then I want you to scoot it far away. And I want you to find and ask what's more desirable there. Does my mind want the picture to be closer or further away? 
I want you to then put a frame around the picture or vision it as a panoramic covering the whole space of the picture of the frame. What's more desirable there? Hold that. Do you like the picture to look more clear? Or if we create a little fuzz, right? Make it a little blurry. What's more desirable there? And I want you to hold those desired qualities. I want you to hold that in your mind. I want you to hold that picture there. And then I, I just literally want you to lock it in place, right? Hold it there. And I want you to hold that positive future focused picture of yourself in your mind. And I want you to see yourself succeeding. I want you to hold that there so that you can get that clear embodiment of seeing yourself, of being in that picture, right? Of, of really holding all of that within and creating that picture of success that your body knows no differently. Our minds have no concept of time. So when we create the picture in our mind of ourselves being successful already, our minds truly know no different if it, if it actually happened or if it didn't, right? If you think about a basketball player, and this has been really, really great, interesting research that's been done. There was a group of basketball players that they had half the players go out onto the court and actually practice free throws over and over and over again. And then the other half, they had them sit wherever it was comfortable in their home and envision and picture themselves successfully making the free throws over and over and over again. Right. And they did this for a while and they brought them back together and there was no clear difference between the two of which one actually occurred and when didn't because our mind when we create the picture of something happening and we can do this for our greater good or for our detriment, right? But when we create that future focused, succeeding, positive picture for ourselves, we're, we're showing our system that it's actually already occurring. Really fun tool that we can utilize at any moment, especially when we're in that space of coming up against something that might feel a little uncomfortable or scary, right? How can we do that? I remember my first talk radio show, I sat in the seat and I created the picture of the show going really successfully. And I saw myself at the end of the show feeling really excited about what I was bringing and what I was doing. And my body started to cultivate that feeling inside. It started to say, okay, yeah, this is something that's actually already happened. And isn't that really, isn't our, our, our minds are so miraculous to be able to be in that space. So really fun tools, really important tools that we can access at any moment of our lives, anywhere to be able to start to help us get closer to what it is that we see for ourselves, the vision that we've created in our mind. And I, I love this um, quote because I think it's really important to bring this back into what it is that's actually happening in everyone's in everyone's life. And this is from an NLP coach that I follow. And it says, nearly anything to do with change is connected with fear and the actual fear of making changes. We are all creatures of habit, yet we tend to want so much more from our lives without making the changes necessary to achieve them. We want so much more from our lives without actually making the changes necessary to achieve them. I don't want this narrative to be yours. I don't want you to be in that space of, I see so much more for myself, but right. I want you to start to change the dialogue of, I see so much for, for myself, so much more for myself. And I feel the fear and I have the tools 
to be able to move towards that, right? To be able to move with and through the fear so that we're not paralyzed by that, the grip of fear because our entire system knows that it, that it's meant for so much more. So I just invite you to make that decision for yourself today together. Let's make that decision today to be able to start to implement these, these ways of being to adopt a mindset of growth versus one that's fixed and stagnant, right? Allowing in the awareness to see things as they are, no matter how difficult they might seem at times, be honest with ourselves, face the fear and move forward with it anyway. And what I've witnessed to be a victor over fear of change or transition is really starting to get into a space of aligned action, right? And that's what we're talking about today. Beginning to connect with the alignment of what's coming up and move forward, make action that's meaningful, taking one step at a time, getting more comfortable with the feelings that arise and just continue moving forward. With that growth mindset, we begin to let go of our stories, the ones that we have played over and over again in our minds on repeat, rinse and repeat, (laughs) and any rigid thoughts and beliefs that we have about ourselves in the world and invite opportunity in, right? Going back to like, what is it that I'm here to learn from this? And be willing to give into give up the investment in fear that we've held on to so for so long. And noticing that once we do, our lives really start to flow. And it brings me back to a quote that I've had in my wallet for years, that it is watch your thoughts because they become your words. Watch your words because they become your actions. Watch your actions because they become your habits. Watch your habits because they become your character and watch your character because it becomes your destiny. There is so much power in the knowing of this. And by watching and seeing, becoming fully aware of our thoughts, how we begin to shift the whole trajectory of our destiny, right? And I just want you to to be in that space of allowing the fear in, recognize it, allow it in, investigate what's beneath it nurture yourself and knowing that once we step out, once we face the fear, the next time feels that much easier. And we begin to work with the fear and the sense that it actually becomes our ally and friend. So at this pivotal moment in time, what do you choose for yourself? Like what are, what's your heart's desire and longing? And I really want you to start to investigate how can you begin to take intentional aligned action moving towards that version of you today. And know that I'm rooting on you. I am here to support you in any way that I can. I'm so honored to share this time with you. And I want you to remember that you you already have, everyone already has everything they need inside of them now. I know this to be true for myself and I knew this to be true for you. So I'm excited to see you next time around. I cannot wait to to meet you here again. Thank you for tuning in to Grounding Into Your Radiance. Thank you for listening to Grounding Into Your Radiance, where you become empowered to face change and transition from a place of clarity. Learn to shed your layers and declutter the space between your story and your truth. Do you feel a little lighter now? Tune in next time for more opportunities to explore, dream, and reconnect with your essential self with Stacy Barber. For more information about Stacy and her services, visit stacybarber.com. That's Stacy, S-T-A-C-I-E, barber.com.